It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. That's our cue to uh, talk, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. <sighs> you know, I was thinking this was going to be a kind of quiet time between the end of football season. and Well, we still have Ubley and and up in Petoskey and that and we'll, you'll have fun with that one. Oh and, no I won't oh uh, no I, I mean I, I I mean I'm I'll have fun with the football game oh yeah uh, it, it's already yeah oh really oh yeah all right okay. uh, I, I love Mr. Ross and the MHSAA but there are like 10,000 media outlets that have applied for this game oh god and so I got the you'll be outside thing oh again at least I think you'll have a roof no, uh, they're they're talking about a platform off to the to the side, not the thing on top. Oh God! All right. Uh, and well, they, they said if if there's room for it, you can put up a tent, as long as it doesn't block anybody's view. All right. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. Um, so I was actually going to look at the the weather for the weekend <laughs> and see. All right. That'll well, be the determining factor. Okay. Well, that's. Good to know. <laughs> didn't 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 plan on that starting. Yeah, but. well, you came in and 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 bum rushed me with everything else that I just well, forgot about it till now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, we thought this was going to be a quiet uh, time between football finishing up, and you know, hockey doesn't really get going like the Larry Mans feels like the official kickoff of hockey season, even though there's usually a game or two before, and basketballs including after one tonight. that. Yes, including one tonight against Marysville. But uh, last night we had another announcement of a coach being fired, and this time it wasn't the direct opposite time of the start season. It was a week before their first game. Not even. Not even. So I, I, we'll, we'll talk about it more, but Marysville uh, doesn't have a hockey coach, and it's, well, tonight's their first game. Yeah, I, I don't know technically when this happened, but the story I, uh, broke well, yesterday. Yeah, Brendan yeah, Welper had the today. story. Well, like we did with the Len Perkins thing, we'll read excerpts from the article and then try to digest it. All right, we'll do that when we come back. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250 7520 
buying or selling a home, you need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Brady Bean here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Garrett Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Garrett Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Garrett Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You are back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck On Sports uh, podcast. And, uh, yeah, so uh, for the uh, second podcast in a a row, we're telling you about change. And not the way we want to. No, I mean. very. All right, so I'll just read the article from Brendan Welper. Again, not the great, the best to read verbatim on the air, but we have to give context, and there's kind of a lot of context to give. And I don't want to misattribute any quotes or anything, so that's why we're going straight to the article. So um, the Vikings uh, fired head coach John Hardig after one season last week. So this happened, I think, sometime in the latter part of last week. Hardig confirmed to the Times-Herald on Monday. Again, this is Brendan Welper's article. Go read it. It has the full story. So fired late last week. Uh, Hardix talks about how he didn't feel bad for himself, but he feels bad for the players. And then 
Of course, Brennan Welper reaches out to Phil Gartland, the athletic director of Marysville. Probably not going to say much, and he doesn't, and this is what the response was in an email. Brendan had called him, no response. He responds in an email, much like our other situation. <clears throat> and I quote from Phil Gartland, The district does not engage in discussions with the media involving personnel matters, Gartland email said. Even so, we thank John for his service to the district, our student-athletes, and our parents. We also wish him well in his future endeavors. And quote, as of Tuesday, a replacement has not been hired. When asked who the current coach is, Gartland said in a follow-up email that the administration will, quote, quote, will be conducting interviews and hope to announce that soon, end quote. We'll get to that part later because... That's another puzzle piece we have to figure out. Uh, the article talks about what they did in the one year under Hardig. Um, then it mentions Hardig was notified of his dismissal on November 10th in an email from Gartland. So last Thursday, so six days ago, Thursday, November 10th. Um, the message cited, uh, the, the Times, Brendan Welper and the Times Herald was able to see it. The message cited his extremely inappropriate and unprofessional handling of a team situation as to the reason why. The conflict in question began at the end of last season when two parents didn't pay their athletic fee, according to, Hawk, to Hardig. Quote, hockey team, Bill. Hardick said, so I had two parents that didn't fulfill their obligations. Earlier this month, he was told by the athletic director's secretary that the same parents hadn't paid for the upcoming season. Quote, I asked his secretary, why haven't they paid, Hardick said. Quote, she said, John, I've been chasing them all football season long. So I met with the athletic director on November 7th, and I said, look, we've got to take a stand now. Otherwise, this stuff is just going to continue, and they're not going to pay because they can get away with it, end quote. According to Hardig, Gartland said uh, he would send an email to the two parents the next day. Hardig disagreed and wanted it sent out that afternoon. Semantics. Uh, quote, November 8th comes and Gartland texts me, Hardig said. He says, I talked to Central Office and we're just going to forget about their ice bill and move forward. And I texted back, if the school is not going to stand behind me and take care of it, I will take care of it myself. End quote. Hardig then emailed the parents himself. And I think this is what yeah. was the tipping point. Basically saying, uh, quote, basically saying the school is not going to back me up because they have to take over our finances this year because of this certain parent, Hardick said. I spent, I sent them both pretty much the same email saying, quote, unless your obligation is paid, your kids will not play. Hardick also sent a similar note uh, to a messaging app that the team uses. A number of parents then sent his post to the athletic department. They were not able to see this message in question. Uh, two days later, Hardick received the email from Gartland, which stated he had been let go. In the email, quote, pointing out parents and blaming the school for their policies regarding ICE fees and money collection is extremely inappropriate and unprofessional. And Gartland said in his email to Hardick, I'm sorry to have to be the one to deliver this message in this way via email, but the school has made the decision to release you from your coaching position. Uh, then Hardick goes on to say, last year I had 20 players, Hardick said, all but two of them paid. My stance was, why is it okay for these two not to pay when the rest of the people have? That's my whole point. Added Hardig, what's fair for one should be fair for the other. That was the whole point of the whole deal. They pay or they don't play. And 18 out of the 20, quote, or parentheses, players did, end quote. So, 
lot to unpack there. And where do you want to start with that whole thing? Because first off, it's just a terrible time for this to all go down for everyone involved. Yeah, well, I mean, in, in, in this particular case, I think there's three sides to the story. Yep. There's the coach's side. Mm-hmm. There's administration side. There's the parent's side. I think errors have been made on all three sides. Yes. And without knowing the message in yeah, question. The, like, again, this, then this is why I personally try to avoid these whole things because I'm not involved in it. I don't know what happened. No, I, and I, I wasn't in the room when conversations took place. I didn't type or receive emails or text messages or have conversations. You know, and so I, I don't and really I don't like doing this, but I mean, it's the day of the game and the night before there's an article that the yeah. team doesn't have a coach. We can't we can't just go, oh, nothing happened. Yeah, no, I mean, so if you have 20 kids and 18 of them are paid up and right. two haven't and it's not uh, this is a, the, the first instance of this happening. Right. This is a repeat occurrence, according which is what to, this is according being presented to, as. Again, I, I understand why athletic directors cannot come out and give their full side of the story. They have to be professionals, and they have to give those boring press release things, uh, basically just saying in a thousand words, just saying, yeah, we fired him, sorry, good luck. And so we get just one side, and according to Hardig, this had been something that had persisted from last season. Yeah, so, I mean, so obviously, hey, if you know going in, that hockey's an expensive sport and that it's going to cost money and that ice has to be paid for. And I'm assuming that it's laid out to you right in front of what your obligation is if your kid's going to play yes. on, on the team. If you, for whatever reason, can't handle the situation, then pick another sport for your kid to play. Right or and again, this is speculation. Yeah, I no, don't. I'm I don't know. And, no, no, and, and if you I was can say, pay the bill and you're not, you're kind of a jerk. Right, because I the one thing I do agree with. If the Hardig side is true, and this is what we're going off of. This is the article the Times Herald had. Again, go read Brennan's article. Um, if that's the truth, then yeah, what's stopping the third and fourth and fifth parents from going? Wait a minute, they didn't pay. This is expensive. Yeah. I don't want to pay it. Yeah, c- uh, because that is what can happen in this situation. Brady's not paying. What, what am I paying for my kid for? Right. My kid doesn't play as much as Brady's kid. I should be paying less anyways. <laughs> my kid doesn't see half the ice time that Brady's kid does. And I'm glad you think that I still have those hockey jeans stored somewhere <laughs> in me because I know hey, I sure as I do that. I do that uh, for, for Roger. But, um, but it just... Again, without knowing this supposed email or group text that was sent out, we can't because that's the big crux of the situation. That seemed to be the straw that broke the camel's back. And and there there is where I I think maybe coach made an error. Um, he'd 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 approached the situation. You you have to let the people above you who are your employers 
handle the situation. Right. I know I, it's frustrating. Uh, I know as a coach, like, you, you don't have to – you don't really have to give an explanation to any – you're the coach of the team. So if uh, on opening night a couple of kids aren't dressed for the game – Or they're dressed and they never go on the ice. Or, yeah, or, the, or the, yeah, the, they dress and, and, and they sit there. Hey, yeah. My my official response is uh, they're under the weather, right? Because there have been plenty of times, Dennis. <laughs> you know, we've yeah, gone you know, to you know, yeah. You, you, you oh, can we've... handle it quietly without calling people out, well, without the... going on a forum yeah. and saying, you know, look, you know, and and you know, well, there have been times because it could be a delicate situation. Right. There could be people who, you know, hey, I couldn't afford to have a kid in hockey right now, right? Um. But and there are times, Dennis, in multiple sports, we've gone and there's been a kid mysteriously not playing, and we just go, "All right, they're not playing." And then maybe we come to find out later down the road that oh, it could have been this or that, but we we never really know because it's handled internally. Again, without without knowing every single piece of information, because the one side's going to blame the other, and it's sound from what I've heard and the what I've people I've talked to it's kind of a it was a toxic situation and the the one person just said everyone kind of sucks right now it was just kind of that situation uh and now the the part we want to talk about is well they have a game and they have to have someone behind the bench and I understand they have some interim coaches which i don't know if I've ever seen an interim coach in high school <laughs> athletics, but um, it, it has had to. Happen. It, it's it's happened, but, but generally it, it's a situation. Okay, coach's wife is having a kid, right? So the assistant coach is going right. to coach the team tonight, Darren, or the JV coach right. is going to coach the Darren team tonight. Darren Petrakowski's at his kid's graduation, so he's not there tonight. And you go, oh. Good for him. Hope he enjoys it or something like that. Like that that happened, I think, last year or two years ago. And, yeah, it's just like, okay, but never like an actual. I hope, well, again, I don't know how many applicants they're going to get because high school hiring processes usually take longer. Like it's not like college or the NFL where you have to hit the ground running. Usually you have a little leeway. There's no leeway here. And... I'm assuming, again, I don't know this, and it's bad to assume, but usually when a situation ends poorly, you don't just get the assistant to come to. Usually, most times, coaches stick together, and if me and Dennis are on a staff, and Dennis is the head coach, and he felt he was wrongfully terminated, I'm not going to go, ooh, head coaching job. I'm going to go, nope, bye too. So, I, I'm interested to see where this goes, and... It, the game against Romeo is going to be a lot more. That's a little more intrigued than just the opening of the uh, the hockey season. But um, and, and I don't even know if I should bring this part up because I don't even know if if it has any relevance to it. But uh, this this is three guys at Marysville now in not that many seasons. No, and after having what. Paul Moretz was the one that was there forever. Yeah, was Paul, there. Paul was there for, for quite a while, and, and then Matt Warren was there briefly. Evan West was there briefly, and now yeah, John he was Hardick there for in one season. 20. He was there the first year we were yeah. doing Get Stuck on Sports. Then I think he stepped down, and now Hardig was there. And, yeah, 
So this will be the third coach in three seasons at least. So it just, uh, I mean, and I don't know. Sometimes the other guys might have gotten better jobs or, you know, stuff happens. Yeah. Stu- yeah, stuff happens in life. You know, you move, you whatever. Right. Um, I don't know. But I'm just like, it, it just seems like there's been a lot of changes now here in this one place. Um, but, again, I, I try to stay out of the rumor mill. Right. This one's in the paper, so right. it's a little more than rumor Trust me, there's point. a lot of rumor mill stuff we hear, and some of it's true. Some of it turns out to be nonsense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Thankfully, well, more turns out to be nonsense right. than the other but, way around. But every once in a while. Right. And, I mean, this one, uh, yeah. this one, When it gets to the paper, that's when it's free game because it's – it's public knowledge, but yeah, it's the the other thing is, and I don't know if it's it's right that this plays a it's a bigger story because, like we said on last podcast, Marysville's going to have a pretty darn good hockey team. Yes, that, that's that's the big thing about it is like, and go back to what I said on last podcast. I have to say you have to treat every game as important because. If you can get the one or the two seed in your region, guess what? You don't have to beat both Cranbrook and Liggett. And I hope this whole mess doesn't cost them a game or two and then they're the third seed by a hair. Well, it, it's it's just tough be, because hockey, it's not 1970 anymore. You don't just throw out a puck and go, okay, go play, kids. Um, the game has become very systematic, and if you're just going helter-skelter and you don't really have any systems, teams that do will pick you apart. Right. Um, and, and, so, and, and I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen here in this situation. Uh, I'm sure they'll have people behind the bench. I'm going to assume they have some sort of coaching background I mean even if you like house travel whatever your kids play hockey so you've you've been involved in the game chances are most dads at some point stand behind a bench uh and and, well, and, and they have some clue are they going to be standing behind for one game or are they going to be standing but, yeah, behind like, for a month like, like how how quickly did people step up to say well I can do this while you're looking for a coach how long have they had to work with the kids how long have they had to put their philosophy right, and that's in what, place? That's what I was gonna say. Are they just going to do what they were already doing to make it easier for the kids? Do they know that system? Can they teach it? Right. It's Yeah, there's a lot of question marks. And while well, the good news is we don't have to wait a long time to see them because you'll be at the game tonight. Yeah, I have absolutely. I'll actually be there too, but you'll be I have absolutely no idea who I'm going to be going down to and getting a lineup card from. <laughs> you're just, yeah, you're just going to go, I hope it's the same as last year. I hope they have their lineup card ready because that's you're, the other you're gonna part ha- of it. You're going to have to stand and- like, a, like a car driver at the airport and it just says Marysville coach <laughs> and just see who walks up with the lineup card. Because uh, uh, I, I, I do I do remember some of the faces and some of the names, but it's nice to have a roster in front oh, of you. It's always nice to have a roster. With, with but, uh, the correct numbers. and But hopefully no more unceremonious firings. Like, we've had a few changes. Like, I mean, gr- Northern's girls basketball has a new coach, and, and that was just – that was done normally. Yeah. Like, like coach Lanshoot stepped down. Ryan Rossi is the new uh, coach. Hope to meet him. Hope 
we have a good relationship. I just think he's got a good young team. But no more of these topics. They're my second least favorite thing I've had to do besides the political ones we had to do. Oh, we you had, love the political oh ones. Oh, my God. I wanted to bash my head in every time. But <laughs> no more of these. I don't like doing them. But we have to talk about them because, Dennis, if we didn't, we'd be whistling by the graveyard and people would be going, guys, l- look. There's a big – and we're like, hey, hockey tonight. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm just honest about the whole thing, okay? Um, this is my livelihood. <laughs> this is what I do. Right. I can't go around pissing anybody off. Right. I can't. I can't piss off parents, so I try to avoid doing that. Can't piss off players because then that pisses off parents. Can't do that. Cannot. Piss off coaches and administrators, right? principals, school board. Can't do it. Or all of a sudden, why aren't you doing this uh, school's games anymore? Because right. they don't let us in the gym. Because <laughs> they don't like us. Right. I need everybody to like us. And or that's at least why tolerate us. If, if it seems like I'm t- – because normally I'm a pretty opinionated guy. Yes. Uh, if it seems like I tiptoe through the tulips on these controversial things – you just have to remember, and the, the other th- the these sports programs are are what we're on the air for, and it's what we make our living doing. You you hear our advertisements, right? Um, we need to be able to have access to everybody that that and we. And the cover. other thing is, it's high school. It's not college in the yeah. NFL where I can bash someone and they're getting a six figure check. Yeah, and- it's it's a lot easier for people to take consider. Uh, criticism, constructive, constructive criticism. or otherwise. Yes, when they beat me to the to the bank and uh, right. and yeah, their 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 check needs a forklift right. to to get through the door. Right, even like D one college athletes. Hey, guess what? You get free school and yeah, like get a lot more than yeah, that. Too. Some of the like, <laughs> it, hey, I have no. You're pro- still living on the deal Wayne State gave you. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> Don't get me started on that. You talk about having to. Having to keep people happy. Um, oh, you just threw a match. Uh, I'm not. See, I I'm had to stop some, talking. I had to I'm put some stop lev- talking. I had to put some levity into talking. the situation. And that's getting serious because that's another situation. This is a show about sports, and we were getting serious. And that's another situation <laughs> that is a headache right now. That I'm not gonna. I'm gonna stop talking, and you're okay. gonna play the breaks. Okay. Because I'm gonna get in trouble. I'll do that, and we'll talk about something different next segment. Get ready for outdoor fun at Alpine Cycles in downtown Port Huron. Skateboards, bikes, longboards, and accessories. They have everything you need to enjoy the warm weather. Alpine Cycles offers the best selection, and they're always getting new daily arrivals. Stop by Alpine Cycles today at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood, or call 982-9281. Open Monday from 10 until 6, Friday and Sunday, noon to 4. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I'm supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Poor Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back, uh, Dennis and Brady. Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports podcast. So, the plan is Saturday to go over to Petoskey and do the uh, ugly uh, semifinal game when they take on Iron Mountain. Uh, semifinals always played at a, at a neutral site. And the 
Ubley got pulled kind of north with their regions instead of south because if they were playing, who would they be playing? It wouldn't be uh, Everest. It would, Ottawa, like Whiteford. Yeah. It's probably happening in, like, Detroit. Like, honestly, like, Wayne State might be a place that game yeah. could be played. But instead, they are playing Iron Mountain, which Iron Mountain to Ubley on a good day is probably, what, nine hours? Uh, I'm not even sure. Because it is a lot. Who would have gotten home field advantage? Probably might have even had home field advantage. Nobody did. Home game. Uh, But um, you want want the 10-day forecast in uh, for – Petoskey? Yeah, because I'm, I'm going to uh, uh, – Saturday between not gonna noon like and it. 4. Uh, well, it doesn't have that, but it says light snow high of 27. So it's going to be cold. Right. Snow doesn't bother me. No, especially light snow. It's not like – it's. and if it was just snow, I think just snow is better than, like, the, the wintry mix. Well, the, the rain and the sleet um, are, are a problem. And first and foremost, less of a problem for me – it's the equipment. Right. Got to protect the equipment. Here I go being all businessy again. <laughs> Look at you. But uh, computers and mixing boards and headsets are a lot more expensive than you think if you don't know about these things. And to, and to have them sound halfway decent. Um, and uh, and they're, they're fragile and they don't like getting wet. <laughs> Hello, it's bad. It's Hello, bad baseball enough. and softball. Yeah, it, it, it's bad <laughs> enough that uh, a lot of the baseball and softball places were, were outside. You know, you, you if if you follow us, you've seen us at games with our little tables set up, right? Um, and doing our uh, once in a while broadcast. more Dennis than me, but he'll have a pod or yeah. Uh, in the really bad weather, and again, it's it's not about protecting me. I barely fit in the in the darn thing, <laughs> but I've got to get the gear inside. It can't be rained on for two three hours straight, which often times is is you know what we're out there. Um. I'm doing that, so I, I, I'm more concerned about the equipment. Being outside, I don't mind being outside. Um, I was outside up on the, the roof at Richmond on a Saturday. That was awesome. I was there, too, for it, the opener. It, yeah, It was a great view. We had a great day for it, uh, and uh, we're, we're outside at uh, quite a quite a few uh, places around the, uh, the area. But, um, like, so the, the safest sport, for us is basketball. I was going to say Northern Regional in, in, 21. In Burton, where we played it in a pinball machine instead of a, a hockey rink, and that was interesting. Where the two teams played in nicer home rinks than the neutral site rink. Yes. But but at, but at any rate, it, it leads to the story. I, I found out I'm, I'm going to be outside. This is the second year in a row we've done an ugly semifinal game, and I've had to be outside. Last year it was at uh, Kersley or Beecher? Beecher sounds more correct. Beecher. It was in Flint. And and I literally like sat in the stands. Right. Like they they no table, nothing. They had nothing there. They said, run your extension cord through this window and we'll plug you in hmm. and then go sit down and you know, no guarantees after that. Uh and that was obnoxiously it stayed dry, but it was obnoxiously cold. Wasn't it super windy that day? Um, I just remember, you know, it's over an hour drive home, mm. and I was only, like, just getting to the house when those shivers that you mm-hmm. get when you're out, like, that finally stopped happening. Um, and then it was like, well, now I just want to sit in my car. I don't even want to walk to the back door. <laughs> right. um, but- Which, Ubbly Iron Mountain, you wouldn't think there'd be a lot of people there, but those 
communities and those areas, they don't have a lot, so they're the big deal. Well, I like Iron Mountain, I'm sure they have no less than two radio stations covering them. They might have as many as four. Right, because, I mean, in the UP, you don't cover a county. You cover, like, a third of the UP. Yeah. Uh, and there's ourselves. I know Thumb Tailgater's uh, going. Give a shout-out to our friends up I to think, the north. I uh, think the Sandusky broadcast. Yeah, Sandusky. W-L-E-W, uh, I think do it, it is. That's out of Bad Axe, which is oh, yeah. no, that's the, not, the maybe big, it's big radio station. So, so there are three to four, maybe even more. Because um, there's well, stations in Marlette and Sandusky you, that you are. You want to tell going, the story about who kicked everyone outside? So, well, yeah. Well, last year at <laughs> at, at Beale City, they had all of us outside except at one. Beecher, yeah. One or against Beale City. Yeah, against yeah. Beale City. They had all of us outside. They had a beautiful two level press box, and they had all of us outside because there was a TV crew there. And I'm still not certain who the hell they worked for. <laughs> like, if it was local TV, a uh, Ubley doesn't have a TV station. No. So was no. it a Beale City TV? Or or if they worked for the MHSAA, which is, is a possibility. But they had seven people. Okay, Brady and I do the games by ourselves. It's to the point where I've done so much by myself, the odd time I have a color person, it's weird. Well, and I've never, and I've been doing this for over 30 years now, I've never... Worked with more than three people on a broadcast, and three is crowded. Like you can three get away, is very crowded. You can get away with three on TV if you have like a sideline person. Well, that they had two sideline. Okay, this is high school football. They've got two sideline reporters, so that still leaves them with five people in the booth. Now I know they had one play-by-play guy, right? How many? Color maybe ones do in, you have? Oh, I'll give them credit and say maybe one's an engineer. So you knock it to four. Possibility maybe one's a spotter, a statistician. Okay, so you so you have a three man booth. But with- but at but at that point, I'm going look, guys. We've got X number of people coming to this game. Right. You can't bring your spotter and you can't bring your your engineer. You, you'll like have to, you'll like have to do Dan it yourself. Miller. Everybody else does it th- themselves. You'll have to do it yourself. It's plugging a couple of things in and, and pushing a couple of buttons. Which it's funny because, like, I always say that, like, the higher up you go, the easier the broadcast gets. Like, even at, like, SC4 when I do their basketball stuff, I have live stats in front of me. I have who's on the floor right in front of me. And that's SC, and they do a good job, but they're nowhere near, like, what it can be. And that's just the community college level, how nice it gets. You don't need that for high school football. No, I, I, it's like, yeah, we're, we're not uh, – and I don't want to lessen it anything. The, the, the kids deserve the coverage. That's why we do it. But you that, you don't need seven people to do yeah, the coverage. You don't need seven people I on think a if we broadcast up, of a ugly Beale City If it game. was me, you, and we brought Paul Costanzo and Matt Shook and Welper helped us or Gallagher, I think some of the ADs around here would look at us like we had three eyes and go, guys, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> Cut it out. Like, well, like, uh, especially around here because they know we can do it with just one person. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I, like, wait a minute. You usually do this by yourselves. Yeah. What, what, what is what is this conglomerate? Like I will tell you, for Wayne State broadcast, when I do football for Wayne State, there is a play-by-play person. I am the color, and we have an on-site engineer, 
and that's it. They used to have a sideline person, so at most they would have four people involved with the broadcast. Yeah. If you want to count the SID, that's five, but he's doing stats for other stuff yeah. too. He just gives us the piece of paper that prints out after every quarter. The, the highest level that I have ever worked at was the American Hockey League, and uh, guess what? I did the games by myself. Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Asterisk. You did not work for the best run organization in the no, American but all the guys league. did. Like really, at, at home games, they might have a guy in the booth, like a scratched player, and 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 the home guy might have a guy. But on the road, everybody did it solo. You you were expected to have. A seat, and back in those days, we did it over phone lines. Right. So a dedicated phone line for the visiting broadcast, you know, so that they could come, sit down, plug in, and and do their broadcast. And you had a media packet for them. That's what you were required, and that's what I got when I went on the road. They said, this is your seat. It's a visiting thing. Here's your phone line. Plug in. Here's your pack. Have fun. Right. But no, Ubbly Beale City needs a seven-man crew. Yeah, so, so anyway, so yeah. I just remember getting a call from you after that game, and that phone call would get us, all our sponsors would leave us because you were so <laughs> cold, and you were so mad, and I... Well, it was just the one guy. Oh, the, yeah. The, the lead guy, he was younger. He was younger than you. Um, and you know that I don't have a problem working with younger people. Hello. I, I'm right I here w- with you. Uh, Andrew Thompson, our engineer, is younger than me. 21, I think. Yeah. Um, love him like a son. Smarter than us. Um, I, I, I have a, a long history of, of the older listeners, if, if, they're, if they're not dead and gone and not with us anymore, would remember Ryan Ralkin, who I called the kid. <laughs> he looked like Opie Taylor. Still <laughs> does. He's 40-something, and he looks like Isn't Opie he a Taylor. superintendent somewhere? He anyway, was. I, anyway, you know, we digress. I, I the, 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 the young guy at but, Ugly but, Beale City. But this guy, you would have thought he was Joe Buck <laughs> and that he was working for Fox or ESPN and that the sun rose because this guy got out of bed. <laughs> and I could tell, too, like if the he, minute – because I showed up – and didn't know where I was supposed to be or where I was getting my power from. So I'm looking for the site manager, which is basically the AD of whatever field you're at. Right, of whoever beat you or anything. You know, so just I don't remember what the gentleman's name was, but Tom. Yeah. So I just poked my head and I said, is Tom in here? Yes. And the guy is like, you're outside. And I said, are you Tom? He's like, well, no. And I said, then I'm not talking to you, am I? <laughs> because at this point, his tone right. has now set my tone, and you know how I am. Yes. <laughs> and, I, you know, and he's like, well, we're, we're in here and all the other media are outside. I said, that was not my question. <laughs> my question was, is Tom in here? Because I'd like to know where Tom Wants me to sit outside and where I'm supposed to run my power. Right. I have questions that Tom can answer that you're no use to me, and I don't know why I'm having this conversation with you. You know, it's funny. I, <laughs> I Googled uh, Beale City versus Ugly football, and I can't find, like, a broadcast of it archived, like, 
in video anywhere. Yeah, so I don't I don't know who they were working for, what they were doing, or or why they, they were obviously so weren't that important. Many of them, but they were all dressed up too. You know, they had their hey, what's jackets and, and ties on, and you know they they were living the, they were living the dream. But but basically, I live uh, the dream every day. Me me and this young man, we, we had words, <laughs> uh, and I did more talking than he did. And by the end of it, I think his tail was between his legs. Um, a, a fair distance, but um, hopefully you don't have. That then I sat. Task. He got the last laugh because I sat outside and froze to right. death, uh, and Ubley ended up. It was a great game, but they ended up falling a little bit short. So and hopefully, I, was, Ubley, I knew they weren't Ubley guys, so I was kind of hoping Ubley would would stick it to <laughs> Beale City. But well, hopefully Ubley gets the win in Petoskey again. Probably should. Let me ask you one more. You know what? Since we don't have a lot to talk about, well, I mean, I'll I- save my question for you. Well, next. I, I, w- I was just going to go on from that, that, that this isn't the worst oh, scenarios yeah. I've ever been. I probably told the, the chicken coop oh, story yeah. where I'm on a, a, literally like a corrugated metal <laughs> shack that uh, it looked like a chicken coop to me. <laughs> uh, and with the slanted roof and the ice. That you had to, and, your and color guy had sleet. to break the ice. Yeah, we, we were... We were Chopping the ice as we were doing the broadcast, we kept getting disconnected. Uh, at, at one point, the the phone line basically froze, and I w- I was on the old beam me up Scotty flip phone, right? You know when cellular technology was brand new, and the, and the thing about it was is is this was at um, Harrison, which is kind of north of Saginaw, in the right. middle middle part, and they had a press box across from me. That looked like the one at Michigan Stadium. <laughs> but, and as far as I know, it's the only media outlet there. Ah, uh, isn't that the worst? But it, it was a, you know, cold, sleety night, and the AD's excuse was, well, we let some of our older um, alumnus and, and fans sit in the press box on cold nights, which is a nice gesture, but you'd think they could find a seat for me somewhere. You'd think. I don't take up that much room. No. Anyway, we'll talk about something in a third segment. Uh, okay. If you, if you promise. I insist. All right. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. 
Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 we welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kaywood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year, Kaywood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kaywoodauto to make an appointment. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. Finding that missing shin guard, remembering whether it's a home or away game, getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref! That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis Stuckey, Brady Bean. What are you doing over there? I just got done telling people how expensive that piece of equipment is. The little piece of foam fell off my microphone. I was trying to tell you not to unmute me yet. But anyway, um, yeah, we're going to have a fun last two segments because, you know, we've had a couple downers of, of the last the last segment of last show and the first segment. Well, of this yeah, show. well, and there just hasn't, you know, with with the way the playoffs were we'll talk about this year, we, more we, we had uh, less, less to talk about. Yeah, we'll talk about more of the ugly on Friday. Well, we'll have a hockey game to talk about too. Yeah, we'll have that, and I, I don't. Th- Northern might play Friday. I, th- I think their game is Saturday, but I would have to double check that. You might be right. Actually, anyway, I have that uh, ability to do that. We do have that technology, but you know, I was just thinking, like talking about fitting into press boxes. Like I remember doing the Marine City Corona game. And a guy from Flint, Ted Fatale, you might see him on Twitter. Oh, Ted's a great guy. Yeah. We were shoulder to shoulder. Like, when one of us wasn't talking, especially him, because I'm loud, you could hear <laughs> the other on the broadcast. And it's just, hey, just 
don't be a jerk about it. Like, that's the thing. There are very few big shots in this business. We aren't any of them, and nobody doing high school sports is a big shot. Uh, the first time I went to the softball state finals, uh, we used the same booth uh, mm. with the uh, guys from uh, the UP. Oh, yeah. Um, whoever they were playing. Escanaba. Yes. Um, and great guys. Again, yeah, we're, we're, we're shoulder to shoulder, and we got along fine, and we each had a great broadcast. Um, and uh, it, it's happened to me at other places. Crosslex. You know how small it is in there. Imagine taking a six-man booth to cross. When, when they played Swan Valley the one year in, in the playoffs, uh, there were a couple of Saginaw people, me, Thumbtail Gay. I mean, and they didn't split us up. We were just all right in a row on that one little countertop right. in there. Just four four little birds in a row and talking over everybody's broadcast. Everybody was on everybody's broadcast. Or, or your favorite place, Frankenmuth, oh, when Frank you, you had to go cover Algonac there. Yeah. I don't like Frankenmuth. <laughs> uh, like, well, I'm glad you had a better experience there I, than it, I did. There wasn't. In, in well, there was less. That. There was less like media there, but there was also they must have improved the press box because it wasn't much. that bad. Because I, I was, uh, I've been there a couple of times. Like I was inside when Algonac played there. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, but I, uh, the, my first experience there, they had us outside, and and it wasn't because they didn't have room inside. It was because. The the guy thought we were there for the other team, and oh, didn't and, and want. He was giving us the the road thing, and I'm like, <laughs> we cover both teams, right? We're we're a neutral broadcast that covers your all the teams in your league. We we go around and we do everybody's games. Uh, uh, but anyways, anyway, yeah. another story. Uh, Northern plays Saturday at Gross Point uh, South. PH is up in Taos this weekend. Marysville's at Wald Lake Western on Friday night. So it's funny you mentioned Northern, and they have a new coach. Marysville's going to have a new coach. But yet the elder statesman has been at Port Huron. How long has Pionk been at Port Huron? Uh, As far back as I can remember. 20 years at least. At least. At least. (laughs) Because I'm I'm trying to, to think of who else I remember even coaching the Big Reds besides him. Greg Wagner was there when I first got here. And that was And I'm, I'm not ago. sure if there was anybody in between him and Coach Pionk. Yeah, because I, 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 uh, really, I don't remember anybody being between them. There might have been. But, yeah, it's funny. that We talk about there not being coaches that last forever nowadays. He's pro- him and Mike McAndrews are the ones that have, I think are the only ones past twenty years oh, well, in our direct. Yeah, like I'm, I think there's a few up in the thumb. I'm obviously Al Demott. Al Demott. but um, there's not a ton that I think go Coach past Brown him. at Deckerville has been there. A yeah, yeah, because yeah, we looked that up. He got started when he was like twenty four or something. Yeah, because he's not that old right now. He just got started super young. Well, if you're gonna rack up wins, start while you're young. Exactly. Why aren't you coaching yet? Because I'm doing this. You're, you're missing big years. So I you're can... chasing that state record because that, that would be you. I'm only 247 games away from the state record. I got to keep going. Hey, that'd but, be... but coach, you're 103. Yeah, keeps me alive. <laughs> we can get it uh, if As I, I go... win 14 games a year for the next 67 years, I can get there. I tease Brady, but he's very competitive. Oh, I am. <laughs> I am. But. In a fun way. 
Not but, in the I want to punch him in the nose way. In, in a fun way where it's fun to push his buttons and get him going. Oh yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah. There's just it's there's the lull besides the two firings, which both come at really weird times. Obviously, the one we know the incident that caused it, but like you have a coach that gets fired like in the middle of the off season, and one that gets fired basically a week before a game. Yeah. Thankfully. We haven't had too many of those to ever deal with, and even you in your time haven't had too many to have to deal with. No, but I mean it. It has happened. It happens, but in twenty-five years, everything's going to happen. Yeah. Like with the amount of schools you've covered and the amount of just the probability state, there's going to be a a firing of bad circumstances at some point. Yeah, I, I, and I've generally stayed out of the really bad ones. Again, because <laughs> it's high school, uh, yep. and if, you, if we don't know all the facts, then we're not going to rush to someone's defense or rush to vilify someone. And, and here's the other thing. Everybody you talk to thinks they know the scoop. Right. And everybody you talk to gives you a different version of the story. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, heck, we had to deal with something similar a couple years ago in, uh, or last year in football. Remember that when we recorded the podcast? And oh then, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then we got in our car, like so. Well, there was actually one last softball season too. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah, but though the one, the football one, we recorded the show. We had a, we thought we had a great record and we felt good. Taddy was with us. Yeah, and we got in the car and we got a text saying, "Oh yeah, by the way." 30 minutes of your podcast means nothing now. And the guy you were talking about isn't playing. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, I, forgot, I forgot about the softball one. Um, but well, All those things are forgettable. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes, they are. But um, all right. Well, I mean, this might be a little shorter of a show, but we'll at least have some games to talk about. No, no, no. We've talked almost for an hour. That's impressive. Mainly because you won't shut up. But You're right. That's why you have me. <laughs> You gotta have someone Actually, to fill I, their I time. I think if we timed it out this week, I talked more than you did. You might have. <laughs> well, because you had to tell your your bitter stories well, about you know. all those damn kids on your lawn. No, yeah, that happens. It's a thing. Hey, I take pride in nurturing my weeds, and I don't need you kids <laughs> stepping all over them. Unless it's Halloween. You Unless love it's Halloween. Halloween, I do love Halloween. 150 sure. kids to the house before the rain came, and then I was sad. What's your record? Um, more than 150. Come on, I you have to know. You know every uh, record of everything. I mean, I I remember things from thirty years ago because I've had thirty years to, to remember them. to store them in my memory banks. Stuff that's happened in the last ten years. If you don't remind me, I forget that they've happened. I know you were at that. Oh yeah, you know what? You're right. I was at that game. And then you <laughs> tell me every detail of that game, but sometimes. So anyway, uh, back Friday. We'll have a hockey game to talk about. We'll spend a segment talking about Ubley. Uh, I mean, how much more can I say? They put up stupid numbers and they're good. Oh, this is what I was going to ask you. Have you, oh, I guess you answered it. I was going to say, have you ever broadcasted a game with the team from the UP? But you said Escanaba. Um, uh, yes, Escanaba in softball. I also did a football game from um, the Superior Dome, Swan Valley, went up there and played when I worked in Saginaw. Really? So you've been I'm to the Uper Dome? Trying to remember who they were playing. I'd say Kingsford. The the Flithers. The um, Flithers, yes. The Superior Dome's nice, 
like it's a cool place to watch a game, but it is a dump. Like the well, turf, when you the you turf, walk up to it, the, it's cool from the outside. It's cool. Well, to walk I mean, around. the last time I was there, it, it it looked like they had duct taped the the entire it dome. Yeah. It, it looks like it a looks big, like an evil layer came out of yeah. Lake Superior. But no, if you've never been up there, the turf is like carpet. Like when we went up there to play, we were told. Do not wear your normal cleats. The, the really good players got turf cleats, and I wore my old crappy practice cleats that were so worn down they were basically tennis shoes. Like, it is not much different than that turf from, like, the 1990s. It is not a great place to play a football game, but it's a cool place to yeah. play a football game. And I've also done some high school hockey, not up there, but Marquette has come down at the, when it was – probably still called the IMA, and they played Northern, and I think it was a quarterfinal game. And I want to say that I've done Sioux hockey too. But that yeah. I might be mixing up high school with the, the junior team. Yeah, but anyway, um, thanks for listening to us ramble. We will, <laughs> uh, again, Friday be back, a, a little grab bag of everything, and then next week is when we go headfirst into basketball right before we carve the turkey. Yeah, we'll have a lot of stuff starting soon. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.